the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to our Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast and number one community for loan officers by loan officers. And I am joined with our co-founder, Shane Kidwell. I am Sean Zalmanoff, and we are so glad to be here today. Uh, we're going to talk about something we've actually never spoken about before. We have a very refined process on how we make decisions, Shane, and it's taken us five years to get to this point to learn how we make decisions, but we wanted to share that with the world today. And man, not two better guys to be able to do that than me and you. Sean, it's taken me 39 years to get to the point of being able to make good decisions. Okay, so so 44 and um, for me, and, and like I at least have a process now, not that I always make great decisions, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that, you know, there's seasons in your, your business and in your life, and this is a great season of reminding all of us how clarity is so important. And, you know, our, our coach that we both uh, worked with, and we've shared his message as well, clarity is power. And right now, more than ever, we need to have we need to be making powerful decisions, positioning ourselves well. Um, you know, it's it's like we could afford to make bad decisions in the last three year window. Heck, maybe the last five to eight year window, you could afford to make a bad decision, get the wrong CRM. Yeah, maybe the last ten. Maybe the last ten. Bring on the wrong <laughs> staff member. Hang on to a bad staff member because you don't have the time to fire them. You know, go into the wrong market. Disengage with partners because of, you know, you were overwhelmed, whatever the case may be. And I think what's so important is this is the best time to refine and, and, and just kind of hit reset on a lot of the things that you were doing use of your time. Right. Yeah. So if you need help refining, if you need help learning any of these things, all you have to do is go to becomenl.com and, and we'll walk you through that. You'll see a little bit about us. You can join community absolutely free for 60 days and, and check out how we can help you move the needle. But we're going to show you how we can help you move the needle today. So one of the things that we all make a mistake on, whether it is somebody we're hiring, somebody we're looking to do business with, uh, uh, something cool out there like a new mountain bike you're looking to buy. Like you, you, you find the mountain bike, you find the person and then you're like, man, this is great. This is, this is, this is what we need. And then you start working with that individual. Uh, you start working with that realtor and you're like, oof, and they expect me to answer the phone at midnight and at 9am on Sundays. And like, that doesn't work for me. And then we try to fit them into or fit us into uh, the defined roles that were in place because we didn't define them before. And the number one thing that, that we have learned and that's really helped us and accelerated our growth in next level, and as Shane and I have made some big career changes recently as well too, is really defining the position first, defining the person, defining the mountain bike I need, what's every attribute of that bike I need? What's every attribute of the relationship that I am working towards with that person or this person that I need to hire and building that out? So, you know, we talk about our avatars. We talk about our ideal clients all the time. You build out the avatar of what you need and then you find the person, the mountain bike, the rollerblades, the running shoes, the realtor partner in order to fit that versus finding the person and then trying to 
fit that square peg in the round hole. You know, I love what you said there. And I, I, I put together some rules for myself when it comes to this thought process, because the gravitational pull is going to want to pull us to doing what everybody else does, which is react, right? You know, rule number one is there will always be another person, another product, another opportunity to do things the right way. So for example, if, if you're single and you're like, man, I really want to be married, it would be unwise to settle for the first person that you stumble upon, right? Well, they, you know, they can carry a tune and they, they like eating pizza and I like pizza and they live in my market and probably going to be a good spouse. That would rarely, if ever, work. But yet we do that in our business. I've got to have, it kind of just falls in our lap and I'm like, I got to hire this loan partner. And we don't refine and define what it is that we want and why that matters. You know, for me in my life, so, so we would be hypocritical as coaches if we weren't also open and receptive to coaching. Uh, yes. And about six months ago, I was just lacking a lot of clarity in my life. I was running corporate sales for a mortgage company and just didn't feel called, didn't feel energized. And so I said, I've got to, I've got to sit down with somebody outside looking in to help me understand, is this the right place for me to be? Is this the right time for me to be in this position? And the first exercise we did is my coach put a hundred cards on a table and every card had one word, adventure, passion, uh, travel. And, and these were all kind of key words that would be descriptive words for somebody in their life. What do you love to do? I love to travel. I love adventure. I love romance, whatever the case may be. And over an hour, I had to go from 100 cards down to three to seven. Those were the pillars of my life, the things that like I would focus all of my effort on. And what's so powerful about that is you, you come out of this exercise and imagine if you did that in business. If you had 100 cards, lead gen, agent meetings, team leadership, branch development, PL management, and you said, what am I passionate about? And then you only focused on those things. Well, A, it's going to drive you to be more efficient with your time because there's a hundred things that need to get done in a mortgage, maybe a thousand. Somebody or something needs to do those things for you, but not necessarily you. But it also, it's also true that something should be done by you. And a lot of us were brainwashed in the heyday of the market to say, you're not that important. You don't need to do a lot of these things. And hell, I think, Sean, you and I probably even spoke that from the mountaintops at a time or two. Guilty. We said, hey, you're not that important. The reality is what, what we should have said is you're not that important in unimportant tasks, but you are extremely important in important tasks, important skills, important opportunities. And that's what's so powerful about, about refining what you are, what you want before you go out and stumble into the wrong spouse, the wrong technology, the wrong program. So Shane, you, you and I, I mean, we, we both recently stepped down from our corporate gigs, um, you know. You still still work there as running your own branch. I, I mean, I completely I love my old company, but I completely left and I opened up uh, my own company so I could do things exactly how I wanted to do it. And, and what really led me to that decision is, is like you said, I, there's a hundred things that you do. I wrote out all those cards. I listed what I loved and didn't love. And you know what? Like I loved meeting with realtors. I met with realtors this morning. She was just telling me about her trip to Disney. Uh, her and her husband are working on uh, having a, a child in like, I wasn't hearing about turn times being bad or not having enough business and like just connecting on that personal level. And, and I love helping consumers. Like I, I loved having those conversations and having somebody who was so excited on the other end. And as I started to map out what I loved and didn't love, 
realized I was in the wrong position being a regional manager and recruiting offices and, and helping people in five states. I just wanted to focus on me and what I liked. And, you know, something that uh, this agent told me this morning, she's like, you probably haven't noticed. And I was like, oh, I've noticed you don't send business. You didn't send business to my old team anymore. And she was like, it got too big. She was like, I didn't know who I was sending it to. I didn't know who was calling back um, because it had been really eight years since, since I've been actively in the origination game. And she was like, even when I send it to like one of your, your two main guys, they never really called them back afterwards. It was handed off to somebody else. And I wanted to deal. I wanted you to be my loan officer. I wanted them to be my loan officer. And it was a really great thing as a reminder as, as I'm re-kicking off my origination career this week to know that to be available, to be there, that like they want to deal with me. And like, man, I ran a huge region. My ops manager who came with me, who's my our new COO and processor, she's running everything for us. Like part of all my whole thing is man, you want to deal with the best here I am. If you want to deal with the rest, that's cool. You can deal with somebody else too. But that means they actually have to deal with me. I can't just pass it off to somebody else. Yeah. I I love that because what you found is, you know, first, you know, rule number two, maybe should have been rule number one is like honesty is, is the, is, is the only policy that really matters. You were honest with yourself. Yeah. Hey, like I've been in this role for a long time myself. I was in a, a corporate role for two years, overseeing sales for a, a small regional a retail lender. And I thought that's what I wanted. I stepped into it. I made a go at it. I, I became what I thought I was supposed to be. And if I was being honest with myself, I woke up every day, uh, like unhappy, not because I worked with bad people, bad processes. It just wasn't for me. I was a lion trying to be a cheetah. And I think that that's, what's really powerful for us in the industry right now is what do you want and why does that matter? And it's typically the end result, the why times seven, the why times 10 for some of you is that it's about balance. It's about, you know, the things that really matter in your life. And then what's fun is so Sean, for you, you said, Hey, I like one of my number one things is connecting with people in my local market. You're probably a little tired of zoom connections, right? Like that's probably not the best use of your time in your origination business. Well, then you also get to identify the gaps in your business. Like, so if you're like, I want to connect with agents, but I don't want to connect at seven o'clock at night on a Sunday, right? So, so if that's your business, then that allows you to start to build from a proactive stance, understanding what I'm good at and what I love. And we always talk about this in the community. You should only do things that you're good at, that you enjoy and make you money. And for you meeting with agents, you're good at it, you enjoy it, and it will make you money. And so that's super powerful. Yeah. It, you know, and, and that's the thing, like we've had people who are like, man, I really enjoy taking applications. And for years I've been like, hey, don't take applications. But when we, you peel back those layers, they're not actually taking the application. They're really actually doing the intake call and yep. they're setting the stage for what's important, what their fears are, building that connection with a person then sending them online to do it. Those are the kind of things that I just miss. I, I want somebody who's excited about buying a house. I want somebody who, you know, I, I can save a couple hundred bucks a month because you know, we're not too far away for those next refi boom happening again. And, and being able to help them take a vacation, plan for college, just put more money in their pocket. And those are the things that, that you need to evaluate. So, you know, if you're building a team right now, because a lot of us are getting more business. There's more market share. It's the, the realtor I was meeting with this morning, 
she's been in the business for about 20. She, I mean, she's been in the business since she's been born. Her mother was a realtor, but 20, close to 20 years like myself. And, you know, I mean, the number of agents in until 2022 who haven't uh, dealt with a price reduction, who haven't closed a loan with a rate above a three handle or a four handle on rates on it. She's like, it's been so crazy these last few years. I'm helping buyers agents fill out the contract for my listing. And she's like, at first I was annoyed by it, but then I was realizing how dumb they were and that I was just really helping my client more to get the offer they wanted, to get the terms that they wanted and really fill out the contract for their best benefit, which was her fiduciary responsibility to her seller. And she's like, it's just crazy for those of us who have been around versus what's gone on the last few years. Yeah. I mean, we, we who've been in the business have perspective and I think perspective is so powerful. And if you take the time to slow down and so like, I would challenge everybody, you know, an, an action item from today's call. If you, if you go, you know what, Shane, Sean, or as Ken would say, Shay, Sean, you know, I, 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 what you're saying resonates with me. I feel like I made a bad hire and I didn't recover from it, or I'm just, I'm, I'm just sitting in a space that I don't enjoy. You know, step number one is sit down in a quiet space, either by yourself or with a trusted advisor and, um, and, and, and ask the question, like if I could only do, like if I had five things in my life that I focused on or three things in my life that I focused on, what would those pillars be? Because if you focus on business pillars before your your gen, your general pillars, your personal pillars, then you have you have an imbalance in your life, right? And I've never seen somebody now balance is a is a unique word. Balance doesn't mean 50-50. You know, my business coach and I, our balance is he, you know, I said, I said to my coach, I said, Mike, I feel like I'm like a rocket ship. A rocket ship can do some amazing things, but we're 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 close. Like if if the blend isn't just perfect, they explode. He's like, and he was like, that's the perfect example of your balance. It's not wrong. That's my balance, but find your balance, right? What does it mean for you to have balance in your life? For me, I sprint, I travel for a week and then I'm home for a week. And like, that's what works for me. I'm not overworked and I'm not a workaholic. My phone doesn't like ping on the weekends. I spend time with my daughter and my wife. I make that a priority in my day. I'm done by four. But when I sprint, I sprint. Find balance, sit down with a trusted advisor and really lay out what you want and ask yourself then, great, with what I want in my life and with what I'm doing in business, what am I good at? What makes me money? And what do I enjoy? And then plan out those things. And then everything else, we who are builders, design how you will not be the main person to do those other things or resign yourself to the fact that, hey, if I'm not, I don't like consumer direct, then you won't have a consumer direct business. Amen. So guys, to recap this. Build the position, create the ideal profile, create the avatar of whatever it is you're doing, and then go find it. Don't find somebody or something and try to fit it into that hole. And if you need help with that, go to becomenl.com. Let us help you. You can get on a strategy call with us. You can check out our uh, incredible awesome new digital experience. Uh, we have an app for it. We have an online presence for it. And we'd love to see you on the other side and love to see you be part of the community. Again, my name is Sean Zalmanoff. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. Shane, thanks for being a part of this today. Peace out, y'all. Thanks, guys.